Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs through extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. You begin with your mind and alignment. You are limitless and you are powerful. And today we have with us Adriana Reed with B2B Coaching. She is going to share with us today about human development, our personalities, and the invisible wounds of war. Welcome. Hi, Christy. How are you? Great. So happy to have you on here and sharing all this stuff with us today. Thank you very much. Uh, first of all, because of everything of what you do, um, I want to share with your audience what, what is there for me talking with you right now. It's just being safe because um, as healers or as people that crack the code of bringing something for people that they can feel better, there is always the, well, yeah, I know all this, but how? How can I, you know, bring it to the to the world? And you have been this beautiful inspiration and bridging the gap, which is what I do. And I will tell your audience about a little bit more. But, but this sense of you bring, bridging the gap for what I was missing to be able to... Um, even talk to you guys today. It's like bringing this rationality to my way of thinking and there's a way to do things and you know that. So I'm very grateful to be here with you. Thank you. I am, I am honored to be a bridge and closing the gap so healers can have their voices heard and make that impact and profit that they deserve and desire. Thank you. Yes. Share with us today about you and your journey and how you got here, understanding the invisible wounds of war and at a level in which you can help others to heal that and work with their personalities and work with their own development that's in alignment with who they are. Yes. And for me, this journey started uh, since I was born. Um, I was born in Mexico City, born and raised in Mexico. So I was raised in a very Catholic, conservative way of being. So I had this perfectly structured model of what I needed to be and who I needed to be in order to succeed in life, right? And I met my ex-husband in church because that's, I mean, I thought it was a guarantee, And long story short, I ended up being in another country with three kids, supporting them financially and uh, emotionally. And I started working with vets, helping them recover from PTSD symptoms and developed this program called the Healing the Invisible Wounds of War. At that time, I didn't even know it had to be with me. So I was just functioning the way I learned until one day it hit, right? It hit and and what happened was my former boss said, we are taking care of a group of people coming back from Iraq um, and I need you guys, it was a group of people, to uh, have like, um, you know, to research on themes and topics that they are going to bring out on their chat with us. And he started giving 
different topics to different people. And until he pointed at me and he said, and I want you to investigate about domestic violence and do your research. And so I came home and I was like, you know, doing all what I was told to do. And I opened my computer and I literally, I still remember my feeling that day. I mean, I knew I was in a torches marriage. I knew I was, I had to raise my kids on my own. I knew a lot of things, but when I started reading about domestic violence and, and identifying myself with um, the symptoms, because out of 33, I had 25 and I didn't even have a clue. Um, what I want to say is that we all have this logical self argumentation within that talks ourselves out of anything. And for me, up to that point, I couldn't see myself because I would break, right? It's our, my survival mechanism was not to see what I was going through. Had I seen that before, I wouldn't have to be, you know, with an integrity to raise my kids. I would have been dwelling on. So all of this, I would, I, I tell you all of this, Christy, because we are all fighting our own wars and we need to know who we are to be able to pay respect and honors for that little girl that became a woman that became who we are or men or children, uh, whoever's listening out there, because we are in alignment with culture and with this binary system of do in order to have, instead of bringing the being to the picture, but what being are we going to bring if we don't know what ourselves? So in this personality that you were talking about, I came across to this um, beautiful study, neuroscience-based research, on how to learn about our configuration of our basic subconscious personality, which is we have all also heard about Bruce Lipton and all this work about neuroscience, but it's a playful way and how to find a color. And each color belongs to the inner childhood wounds. So it's a very simple questioner, six questions that we may not even have a clue on what we're doing. And when people respond to those questions, they are like, well, I didn't think it was like so profound. And when I do the reading, it's like, man, it's like you've known me since forever because um, we are all programmed by design. Uh, whether we like it or not, we said yes, consciously or unconsciously to things that were happening to us through experiences because we didn't we were not born conscious. The day we were born, the doctor caught the umbilical cord, they sent us to a cradle and our feeling level started to make decisions of the world around us as if it was scary, or as if it was, we felt abandoned, we felt, um, um, you know, all these things that we start getting in our subconscious as rules and as scripts and as the way things should be going or doing or going on. So I invite people to revise those definitions, to revise those scripts and to revise those beliefs because sometimes they're not even ours. We just learn to do things the way our parents learned. And I talk a lot about compassion, 
because we have a lot of adults playing the victim of my dad did me did this to me or my mom did this to me and they did what they could with what they had so to understand that we need to be in front of the observer of who we are if we are playing the victim it's very hard for us to see that so um there's a way to heal invisible wounds, but we need to do the work. So the color chart, let's talk about that because I like how you said it is related to the inner child and it's so simple. So I took your chart, I did your test and I was surprised that it was so few questions and that it was colors. And so I was like anticipating something, you know, small, like a, but it was very in-depth. It was very accurate. It was very crystal clear on where my childhood wounds were showing up. And, you know, I've done a lot of healing on myself. I'm surrounded by healers every day of my life for years and years and years. So for it to show up and show me accurately where I am now was mind blowing. So I do encourage anybody listening to this to take it. It was, it was mind blowing. Because despite the work that we have done on ourselves, every configuration or every color has like the positive and the negative, just like a battery, right? Um, it's not because it's a negative, it's not wrong, just as the battery. It's not because it's the, the negative, it's the charge. Sometimes if we are violets like the we encourage people to learn what their colors are but if we are violets or purples we are controllers right uh, probably it's not okay to be a controller everywhere but if we are leading a project you might use of that controlling characteristics that your color has because because you're here to do that right and um it doesn't mean that you are not a color anymore because you have worked on it. No, that's your configuration because this is the way you stepped out the womb and started to learn about the world around you through those characteristics. But you learn how to use them to yourself. So we listen to this in very like Christianity and Buddhism and even in the airplanes, like take care of yourself first, like put your oxygen mask first. But we still think that doing that in our upbringing, uh, we feel guilty of looking at ourselves first. It's like we're going to lose something if we start doing this. So this, um, starting with this basic configuration is to understand the way we understood the world when we were little and Okay, maybe we were abandoned by mom or dad, or maybe we were abused, or maybe, we, but being the observer, we can go in meditation, grab our little girl from the hand, look her in the eye and tell her, hey, I'm here. I'm here to protect you. I'm here to be with you. I am, because if we react from this, and this is some for people that have never gone through personal development or healing procedures or, or processes, um, the fear is there because they are operating from their five-year-old emotionally. 
because we are sent to school to learn English, math, we graduate, we have diplomas on our walls. But when was the last time someone told you that your emotions are okay? Probably never, right? Your emotions are your messaging system. But we were taught either they were good or bad and either you express them or suppress them. Um, we were not taught how to feel. And going back to the pre-verba and the zero to seven, 95% of our scripts and conclusions about life and the world around us are kept there. If we don't revise them, we are probably dealing with a lot of uh, colleagues at work that instead of being in a you know, board meeting with their adults there, they are kicking lunchboxes, right? They are coming from a very um, young emotional being. And that is part of my work. Part of my work is go to companies and bridge that gap between the personal development of their staff and what they do in order to get results because there's a lot of energy lost in companies and in meetings when people are coming from their wounds and from their configuration, um, protecting themselves from being wounded again. And it's very logical. Our brain is going to protect us because our brain is not here to have to keep you happy. Our brain is here to keep you alive. And if that is the configuration, if it is scary to be abandoned by someone, I'm gonna protect myself. But to realize that you're not gonna be abandoned because you have you, it's a totally different ballgame. So what can people expect if they, so taking this test, talking with you, having you assess and analyze, what can people expect to get like results from this work? So, um, what I do is training and coaching. So it's not therapy. It's not that they have to, you know, start and be here forever because I'm not that way. I want to teach people how to feel. Um, in fact, I talk a lot with, uh, I live in San Diego, so a lot to the San Diego school districts to bring this as a workshop for kids, to teach them this when they are growing up. So what I do is I teach emotional self-sufficiency, which is um, you learn through your configuration um, what it is your, it's a distinction between the inner voice and the mind chatter, because we all have this inner voice. It's our intuition. It's our uh, how, uh, uh, you know, and this mind chatter. And an example of this is I want to write a book. So you have all your positive intention about writing a book. You tell your friends, you even start writing it, but then the chatter starts, right? The interference that I call it. And it's like a monologue, like uh, instead of a dialogue between my inner voice and this little voice that I have, I tend to believe in it, right? Who's gonna want to read a book written by you? Do you know enough? Are you prepared enough? Are you, so the energy, just by physics and quantum physics, the energy of our intention goes down to zero again. 
So it doesn't matter how we start in a positive intention. And probably you as listeners are not going to don't want to write a book, but we're coming to the end of the year and we're starting to to do our, you know, like New Year's resolutions. Um, the problem with the energy is that immediately we start listening to this mind chatter that goes against our inner voice. So people will learn how to distinguish between this inner voice and the mind chatter. Um, we tend to talk to ourselves in a very diminishing way. And these voices are parts of us that disconnected from love at any given place and time when we were growing up. So the beauty of this work is if I know my configuration when I was little, I can go and get that little girl and talk to her the way she wanted others to talk to her when she was growing up. So, and, and, and this works beautifully in board meetings because when they learn that the way they talk to themselves affect the way they communicate against, I mean, to, with each other, uh, the communication styles in the company automatically changes. It's hard to uh, market to this companies because talking about emotions to companies and corporations is not yet there. So the way I use this is when they tell me, yeah, but there's a corporate dogma, leave your emotions at the door. And I'm like, really? Be serious. Emotions are already there. And it's true. And they cannot say no. Because before wellness and one being, it was like eating healthy and doing and, and exercising. But you and I and a lot of beautiful people that we know, um, we know that wellness and well-being, it's about our whole body, which is physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So the question here is, what are you doing with your emotional being? How are you exercising your emotions and exercising your thoughts and exercising your spirituality, not just eating healthy. And because there's a lot of people in the corporate world that, oh, but I go to yoga. Yeah, but it's a, it's like the drug of choice, right? It's like feeling okay with going to yoga, but are you really going to yoga for the good reasons? Or do you know you're doing yoga to exercise your mind and body and emotions? So um, they learn about themselves. Bottom line and, and a quick answer to your question, it's uh, to go through this configuration, it gives them like this map that they can hold underneath their arm. And it's like, okay, this is going on with me and to understand ourselves mm -hmm. because that's what we look for. It's like to be understood and to be heard and to be taken care of and to not be abandoned and to be seen and to be, but if we start by us doing that by us, then we resonate in a totally different vibrational being. Yeah, so I want to address, you had said it's hard to market because companies are like, leave your feelings at the door. But the key to marketing is to talk to people where they are and what they want. And what does the company want? They want efficiency, productivity, and profit. And so that's how you market to them. Increase your efficiency, productivity, and profit with this business B2B coaching. And once you're in there with the people, then you introduce the concepts of, I have the secret method that's going to help you work together as a team to increase your efficiency, productivity, and profit. And then you start taking them through this educational process of how knowing themselves 
is going to create a synergy within the company that will cause this teamwork and efficiency, which will increase the productivity and the profit. So that's the key to what you're doing. And that's what I want people to hear about how beneficial what you do is. Because when you address your personality, your design, how you work, what are your weaknesses? What are your strengths? How do we work and build a team that balances everybody's strengths and weaknesses in a really powerful way that creates synergy synergy and teamwork? And the result from that is productivity and profit. So that's what they can get from you. And I think what you're doing is really powerful. And it was really mind blowing going through that experience and seeing how simple a color could be and how, and I love it because I have a design background. And what I do with people now is to make sure that they have a soul aligned brand. And so some of that is design, right? The colors and the messaging in your brand and your business. And I know the power and psychology behind color what color can do for a business, what it can do for a restaurant, what it can do for a hospital or your bedroom. And so it makes sense to me that you could pull so much information from a simple color. But when you package it all together in this beautiful display of eye-opening awareness of yourself, it's really cool. So yes, I encourage everybody to reach out, reach out, take the quiz, take the test, have the session with you so you they can really discover themselves because you know, the point of all of this is to create impact in the world for healing, transformation, and profit, profiting in our business. And this is really perfect and really supports that. So I'm going to put that in the description of the show and I encourage everybody to to do that. And this is why I feel the synergy between what you do and what we do, the people you help, it's magic. This is the gap that I'm that I was talking to you about at the beginning. And for all you listeners that are still thinking the way to put your word out, I mean, you just heard her. It's like it's magic, you know? It's like you put exactly it's like um like an instant translator of our energy. See, yeah. do you see what I mean? I mean, I get I, I, that, that is actually what my brain is doing when I'm hearing people. I'm I'm translating it into the most simple, easy to understand message. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'm gonna talk about a little bit about what happened to me when I was, um, because I had a premature baby. Because people will will question themselves. Okay, how did she end up being in this? If Catholics at that time was, I was like, when I talked to my dad about what I was doing, he said, we believe in God, it's not energy, right? So it's like that conservative. Right, but you don't see God. So when that's all it is, is energy. <laughs> yeah, but I had a kid, a premature baby. Day two, when he was born, the doctor came to me and he said, we need a miracle. We did everything that we could. Um, he will probably not, control sphincters or you know walk or because of the damage and of course I was 25 and I was like nah this couldn't be happening so I didn't believe in that diagnosis and I started um, learning about uh, I remember the first the very first methodology that I studied was resonance repatterning at that time it was called holographic repatterning And it blew my mind. 
And I was trying to figure out how to explain my parents what I was doing on the energy side. So this is why the logic and the, the it's like the this little string between science and emotion and spirituality and all this gave me the possibility to explain it in a way that it works. Because I was looking as my blue, color blue, I was looking for validation and I was looking to be right. Okay. So all this efforts about that. But the beauty was that after, and by the way, the story about my son last June, he ran the uh, rock and roll marathon in San Diego and he's an accountant. So we broke the odds of the medical and it's not against medical. Medical doctors are amazing. They know what they know. And they help you in their scope of, you know, the physicality and the chemistry of your body. But there's a lot of things that we can do at the level of awareness and at the level of energy that can literally help you heal. And in this community, we see miracles all the time. So I had my little baby walking and I held all this knowledge with me. And I moved to San Diego after this tortoise divorce. Um, my ex-husband came out of the closet. So I, I was like, okay, I'm not staying there. He was a politician. So he had every judge in his pocket and a very corrupt sphere. So I didn't receive any money, any nothing. I just came to this different world with my kids. But I put to work everything that I have learned from this. Uh, so if we connect our stories, it's more a project of you than what happened to me. So this is something else that I encourage people to start this journey towards self-discovery. It's not easy, but when you dive deep into that, you find a lot of resolutions to a lot of questions that you have had all your life because you are a project and you are the leader of that project so once again I'm so happy to have met you because because you're my missing piece to to you know translate this into what people need yeah and it's a good example of everything you just talked about just the synergy and finding the balance and the pieces and working with your personalities so that's a good, it's a good ending note. Thank you so much for sharing with us. This was so great and enlightening. And we will put your contact information in the description and have you on again sometime. Yes, of course. We will see you Thank on you the very, next one. Thank yeah. you.